Okay, so let's, uh, we are now Nundal Amun Aleph. Let's just start from the two dots where we left off last time. Um, it's a couple lines back from where we stopped. So uh, the Mishnah talks about Echad HaMe'are. So, so Amr Ula, Minayan Ha'are Minatar. How do we know that Ha'are is a form of Tashmish, right, that actually has halachic significance? Uh, so how do we know? Shanamar, Ish Asher, Ish Asher Yishkav, Es Isha Dava. Right, so the fact that when the Torah talks about the Isser of Nida, so uses the language of Esmikara Ha'ara, that Ha'ara is a form of uh, is a form of Tashmish that would violate the dinim of the, the Halachos of Nida. So that's how I know that Ha'ara has some type of status minatar. So actually, fine. I can understand that works for Nida, but what about other cases of Arayos? So if you want to say, I'll learn out from the case of Nida to all the Rouse in the Torah. So, and we're going to find this throughout this Amud. Now we're going to try to learn from one case to another. So the, this, the Gemara is a lot, like in Kiddushin and other places, where it's trying to like, get, I mean, trying to learn one Isser from another Isser. And it's going to continue to bring up problems. You want to, you want to extrapolate from one to the other, but this one has a unique aspect of its Isser that that, that, that Isser doesn't have. So we're going to see like over and over again, it's going to say, well, you can't learn from here because of this problem. You can't learn from there because, again, if you want to compare the two, they're not exactly the same. So we're going to see this, this, just this first issue that brings up with Nida, we're going to see it bring up multiple times and end up having to learn from multiple examples all at the same time in order to answer for all of the problems. So, uh, so the Gemara says, So you want to learn out from the case of the Isr Nida, which does have, again, uh, Ha'ara counts as a type of Tashmish which would violate the Isser Nida. And I want to learn to all the Rayash Torah from Nida. That's what, there's a problem. Why? Nida is unique from all the other Arayos because the, when the man is together with the woman, he actually becomes Tame also. That doesn't happen in any other case of Gila Arayos. So you can't learn to, from Nida to other Arayos because Nida is unique in that aspect. Okay. So maybe I should learn from the case of my brother's wife. Right? It says by the case of Eishas Ach that she is Nida. And there's a part of the Obviously, she's not really a Nida to him. So maybe I should say, no, I can learn to the case of Eishas, from the case of Eishas Ach that we strike a similarity between other Arayos and Nida just like we consider it Nidahi, even though Eshazach is not really, um, not actually a case of Nida, but you see from there that they are, um, they, they can be, you know, c- you know, they can be compared one to the other. Fine. So I'm going to say, and, and maybe if that's true, if I can compare Eshazach and Nida, maybe I can compare other Arayos to Nida and Eshazach. So it says, well, not so fair. Maza Eshazach, Shekem Beyodo Larabos. So Eishas Ach is also unique. Why? Because it's in his hand, not the hand of the person for whom it's Usser, but his brother. To do what? To add many Isurim onto his brother. The Ibai Mekadish Ki Alpha. What could I? What could a person do? Right, there's two brothers, Reuben and Shimon, and uh, every every time Reuben, Reuben marries a woman, what happens? She becomes forbidden to Shimon. Okay. So, what is unique about the Isser of Eishas Ach? What's unique about it is that. One brother can continue to, to pile on the Isurim or the, the people to whom his brother is Asr just by getting married. 
Right, if a person, forget the fact that there's a child about how many wives a person can have, and today a person has one wife, but the bottom line is, Midaraisa, by continuing to be Makadish women, Ruvain will create more women who are forbidden to Shema. Right? Look at Rashi for one second. You don't have an other Isra like that. By, by uh, Nida, by whatever, whatever the example is, my, you know, my aunt. My, there's no scenario where a person can, can create more Isurim for me through that process. I guess you could argue, I guess you could argue, maybe that would be true, like in an interesting generational family that like, just like a person's aunt is forbidden to them, so in theory their grandparents could continue to have children and create more women who are usher to him. I guess you could say that. But generally... It's hypothetical. Right. But, yeah. so, but, but I'm saying this is hypothetical also. A person can marry a thousand women. It's also hypothetical. But the point is that it, it, right, it, there's, a, there's a uniqueness in it that we have to see if each, if, if, if you, if each unique character trait really matters that much. You can find something unique in every case, right? The whole point, of course, they're all unique cases, but so you have to be, you have to know when a unique, a uniqueness really matters. Fine. But the bottom line is the Gemara uses right now, the Eshazach is unique in the sense that, right, the, the Isra is only because she is married to my brother. So my brother can marry a thousand women and he'll ask her a thousand women to me. That's different than Nida, that's different than other cases of Arias. Okay. So, 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 so fine. So we can't just use Eshazach or, or Nida, we're going to need more. Uh, or, or try somebody else. So, so maybe try from my father's sister, my aunt, right? And, this, and my mother's sister, my, my aunt on each side, my, my father and my mother. Right? The, uh, my, sister, my, my mother's sister, my father's sister. Uh, again, find, right away you find the same word. Right? So word she'ero, oh, so I see ha'ara there. So maybe I should learn the isra of ha'ara from ha'ara from, from, uh, from my aunt. And by the way, I think if we're saying it more correctly, right at this point, the Gabar is trying to learn all Arayos from one case. We tried Nida, that was no good. We tried Eshes Ach, that was no good. And now we're trying, uh, meaning Eshes Ach needed to be learned from Nida in the sense that it was Kid Nida. And in that sense, Ha'ara is, is, is a, you know, a form of, of Tashvish that, you know, that violates the Isser of Eshes Ach, right? So we're not learning in that case from Nida and Eshes Ach. We're just learning from Eshes Ach. So the point is that each, right now we're still trying to learn from each case separately. Um, and and, and we're, each time we shut it down, and there you see we're going to start learning from multiples. But fine. Uh, so, so what about the case of the ant? Because the ant, again, the language of Ha'ara is found by the case of ant. Okay. Ika So I'm going to raise another question. Ma la'achos avi la'achos av va'achos aim shikain isr ha'bam me'elav. No, that type of Isser is different. Why? Because it comes totally on its own. All right, look at Rashi. Shekin Isser Habam Elav. You know, let's even go back for, for, to one Rashi before that. The case with, by, the, by the, the, the brother's wife. That he says, because if he would, if he would marry a thousand women, she becomes Ashadim. So look at how Rashi explains it. Meaning, the case of the brother's wife is still, it's unique, but I could have learned certain cases from it. Any case that of someone I'm forbidden to because they are married to someone related to me. 
I could have learned from there, right? Kigon, Eishes, Vikaloso, Vichamoso, Vachos, Ishto, right? All those cases, I could, I could, I could talk a learn from Eishes uh, Ach, right? The point isn't that it's so unique that a thousand, that, that, you know, that he can make her, uh, him forbidden to a thousand women by marrying them all. No, the point is that it's about marriage. That's it. Exactly, exactly. And that's why, like, my, my, the point I made about, you know, the ant is true. But the point is that you, you could learn from the case of Eishazach to the case of any other case where the Isser comes because of someone's marriage, right? My father's wife, my daughter-in-law, my, sister, my mother-in-law, my, whatever. Right? All those cases you could learn. But again, we're trying to learn all around Shabbat Torah. Right? That, that Ha'ara is, is uh, valid, or you want to call it valid, but it's a... It's a it's a an, an actionable uh, offense, right? But look at Rashi. About imo, vachoso, ubito, right? But your mother, your sister, your daughter, vechayotzeband, the aim beyadolarabos minalan. How would I learn? How would I? I, I wouldn't learn that that ha'ara has a significance in those cases if I'm just learning from Eishasach. That's the point. That's the better way of saying that. Okay, fine. But now look at this, the the next Rashi, right? So we we so we brought up the idea of the ant. And what's the problem with that? The problem is that's an Isra Bama'ilov. Rashi says, Upash mina imo vachoso ubito. It's an Isra that comes on its own, right? When I'm, when I'm born, there are certain women who are just forbidden to me, right? or I have a child. Right? It has nothing to do with my marriage, it has to do with people who just happen to be related to me um, by, uh, in and of themselves without having anyone else get married or do anything, right? But that would, if I just use, you know, uh, my aunt, the case of an aunt, so that's not going to teach me anything about a sister-in-law, right? Meaning, that you see what's happening. You're, you're, you're not able to find any one case that, is, that works to, to prove everybody, okay? Um, so says the Gemara, okay, I see what you're doing here. I can't learn from one. Fine, right? I can't learn from one case. There's no one case that's going to qualify for everything. So maybe I should learn one from two, meaning maybe I can learn uh, the, the, I can learn all these different cases if I put two of the cases together. Okay. Skamara says, so from which two do you want to learn from? So now we're going to try to, to again, to, to, to put together a hodgepodge. So maybe I can learn out from right? my wife, my brother's wife, and from my, sister, my father's sister. Why do you think to do such a thing? Eishas Ach is from marriage, Right? And Achos Av and Achos Aim is Israel Bameilov. Right? That's one's one's biological and one is through marriage. So if you put the two together, that should answer our questions, right? Um, so Tasty me Ashis Ach the Achos Av the Achos Aim says we're no Malahanach Shakin Asurin Mishum Sha'er. No, but those are a problem because they're all Asur because they are relatives. Okay, why that that's good. No, there's only one no, it doesn't work. Why look at Rashi? Right? Anyone that's a relative that's usher. How am I learning from Ashes is just someone else's wife. Right? Someone else's wife is not related to me. Right? She just married to somebody else. She's some random woman who has no she may have zero relationship with me at all, but she's related, but she's married to somebody else. So all the other cases I can learn if I put these two together. But I can't learn Ashes Ish because those, all those other cases are cases of, 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 a, of a, a person who's related to me. Um, this woman's not related to me. Okay, so let's try again. Elatesi, mi nida, So let's try nida and, again, the ant. Let's put those together. 
Um, okay, because again, Nida is, she is, it could be any, Nida could be any woman, even if she's not related, right? And it's not just, Nida is not just Isra with someone's wife. Isra is, 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 Nida is also by any woman. So Nida, it doesn't have to be someone related to you, and Achosav Aim, Achosav Achosav is a relation. It would make sense right? to use Nida because that has the widest net. Right, in theory, right, in theory, right, correct. Yes, yes, right, correct. Um, but it has the most, but, it, but there's elements of it that are, that are so unique, which is what we started with, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, um, Uh, so that's Mitamas Bola, that was one example, right? That was that was unique to Nida. So that, that was we, that's why we stayed away from Nida for a while. Um, but okay, but yes, it's a good point. So let's try Nida and Achosav and Achosin. So it answers the Gemara back. Malahanach Shakin Isra Bama Elov. No, now if Nida and and the uh, and Ava uh, and, and the the ants again are now Isra Bama Elov, they come on their own. Doesn't, no one has to get married right, for any of those Isra to take place. So that doesn't help me for for the for the Isra that are only because of marriage. Right, for example, right? Um, okay. So Ella, Tasi me Nida Veshizach. So let's try again. So maybe we'll learn from Nida on the one hand and Eshizach, which again is coming from marriage. To my because you're gonna have not, no kashas now in that case. Mara says, Yes, I will. I'm gonna have a, I'll get you in this one also. What's that? What's gonna be the issue? Maskavlar of Acha Bereder of Ika, Malanida Veshizach Shakane Ainlahem Heter Bachai Osran. Okay, the Nida and Eshizach. Both, and you have to read this carefully. The Gemara is going to attack this back a little bit, but right, that at this point, the Gemara wants to assume that the Isser of Nida and the Isser of Eishes Aach never have a heter in the life of the person for whom they're forbidden to. Okay? Meaning, how, let's say Eishes Aach is, is, the, is a good example of this. Eishes Aach, right? If, a, if, if my brother marries a woman, so I'm never permitted to marry her. Except for Yibam, right? With the exception of Yibam. But otherwise, the, the moment he marries her, she's forbidden to me forever. He could divorce her, he could die. As long as he has kids, that, that you're never gonna, that's gonna be forbidden forever. She could say, yeah, but it depends on whether they have kids or not. Uh, and so Nida, again, how is Nida by Chaya Osran? So Rash is gonna say, it means as long as she is a Nida, there's never a heter. Again, Nida is a status. Right, that woman becomes Muteris again, but when she becomes Muteris, she's not a Nida. Right? So Nida, as long as she's a Nida, she's always Asr as a Nida, for always. And Aish and, uh, and Ach, as, as long as she has the status of Aish Ach, she's never going to uh, become permissible. Look at Rashi. Like what? In a certain sense. But, but, but the, Gemara, the, whole, the funny thing is the Gemara is trying to argue about them that they are, there's never an Isser Bechai Osran. Right? But to look at Rashi, Bechai Osran, Kozman, the change of language, Kozman Shehu Chai, as long as he's alive, Vihi Shafas, and she's, you know, bleeding, meaning she's a Nida. Vechain Eshes Ach, Ein Heter Bechai Achiv, there's no Heter while the brother is alive, right? Shafilu Hu Megarsha, Asur right? As long as the brother is alive, so the point being, as long as the, sorry, I didn't say it totally correctly, it said it better this way. As long as the Element that's making her forbidden remains in place. He's never he's never permitted the to. Status. Right, as long as the status change, but right, right, as long as she's still Anida and as long as the brother is still alive, even if the brother divorces her, right, right. Uh, right, but ish he could divorce her, right. If a, if, if a man divorces a woman, so then she's uh, she's permitted to. So as long as the the one or the element that's making you forbidden. 
um, is, is there, she never, um, she never becomes permitted, which is not true by Ishish, but Ishish Ish, there's always the possibility that he could divorce her. Um, and, there, and therefore she becomes permitted. Okay. So therefore, again, you can't learn to Ishish Ish in that case. Um, so, Right, which at some point the one who was making her asr could be alive still and she could become permitted. Okay, so still not good. So Amalei Ravacha Midifti LeRavina. Ravacha Midifti says to Ravina as follows: Atu Nida VeEishes Ach BeChaye Osran Hu Dein Lahem Heter Avala Achemikan. Yeshlahem had there. Right? So the Gemara says, well, he says, wait a second. He goes, I, I get it. While the ones that are assuring them, either their status or their husband, are alive, they're never going to become mutter. Right? But after that, after that's over, they do have a head there. Right? Nida bi taya milsa, taya rachmana. Right? But, the, but Nida, right, there is a, um, it's the, sorry. Um, Yeah, so, but, but and I, what he's getting at here is what the new kasha should be, really, right? So he says, when it comes to Nida, what it's dependent on, right? It's dependent on days, right? Meaning she counts Shiv and Nikim, she's, and she's free. Nida writes it just seven days, actually, even not even Shiv and Nikim. But, but she, once, right, once she stops bleeding, if a certain amount of days go by, right, the seven days of, 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 of Nida go away, go by, so she's permitted again. And Eshazach also, it's when she has children or not, right? if he has children with this man or not. That's what's going to depend whether or not he's free to, uh, he, the brother will eventually be free to marry her or not, right? But you look at Rashi, it's not really about whether the, 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 the freedom, the way to, the change of status for each of these people is not really dependent on what you're mentioning. I Meaning you're saying the issue is as long as the, that which is assuring them is around, they can't go free or be free to marry this guy. That's not really the element that makes the difference, right? It, it, by Nida, it's not the fact that she is bleeding. By Nida, it's the fact that the time is up. And once the time is up, she becomes permitted. Right? And the same thing by this Aishas Ach, it's not really about whether she's married to the man or not. It's about whether or not they have children. Right, exactly. Right? That, that's what the Gemara is getting to. Like, wait a second, that doesn't really, that's not really the difference, right? If you want to get at what the real issue is, the real issue is by Nida is days, and the real issue by Aishas Ach is children. Right? That's what makes it, you know, the... the the, the real change here take, when it takes place. I look at Rashi. Right? Him being alive or not alive is not really the point. The point is whether they have children or not. If they don't have children, there's still the possibility that at some point the brother can marry her. If they, don't, if they do have children, then it's over. Right? The, second, the second there's a mazel tov and, uh, and uh, your brother and his wife have a child, so you know, that's it. You can never marry this woman. Right? Hopefully not think about it, but that's the truth, right? Halakhically, that's what happens. At that moment, they have their first child, so then it's over, right? That, that, that's really make, makes the difference, not whether he's alive or not alive. Okay, so, and if that's true, says so therefore he says, I'll tell you how to really attack this possibility, meaning I'll still tell you that's wrong. You can't learn from Nida and, and um, Eishazach, but I'll tell you how to ask the kasha. This is how you should, I mean, like, you didn't ask a good kasha, right? Like, ask better, right? Ask better. Say, say a better kasha. El parachachi malanida ve'eshes ach shekain ein osran matiran. Right? What is unique about eshes ach and nida? That that which makes them forbidden is not the thing that makes them permitted. 
right? There's a different, right? the, the balance, you don't, you don't go in and out in the same way, right? And a woman becomes usher through Nida because she starts to bleed. How does she become permitted? Not by stopping the bleed. By the time, Nida period being up, right? And going to the mikvah, right? The, the Eishas Ach, she becomes forbidden to you because she marries your brother. She becomes permitted, she, and she becomes permitted, uh, let's see if it says the right way. No, that she becomes, for, but that's when she gets, that's when she becomes um, wow. uh, forbidden. When she has children, that's when she, right. her, 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 her is, her stays. Right. 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 no longer could apply to take her out of it. That, it's a question of like when you, um, like when she, when she has children, you can't do you. Like right. in, in the words of Rashi, I, I think like, isn't it that what he's saying is that the Sada Shavat collapses like the way Rashi is. Look at, yeah, look, at, look at Rashi in the third line. In Osher Matiran, in Koach Ba'oser Lahatir. Right? That which is Asering cannot take you out. Ela Dover Acher Matira. Yamim Matiran. Right? It means something else that releases you. Yamim Matiran Esanida. Right? It's, it's, the, it's the time that, 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 that matches Anida. Ve'eshes Ach Kishahu Ariri. It's a little different. It's not something that happens. It's a lack of something happening. Right? It is the fact that he doesn't have a child that makes her permitted to him. To the, to the brother. So point, right? the fact that she goes to the mikvah. Yeah, he, he, they didn't want to say that, by the way. If you notice, the Kabbalah doesn't even say go to the mikvah. It just says the time, time, the yeah. seven days are up. Right. But yeah, it's the time that she goes into being usher to him by, becoming a, by, by bleeding, becoming a nida. She comes out by the time passing. It's a different thing. It's not because she stops bleeding. Right? If a woman starts, stops the bleeding, it's not when she's muteris at that time, time, right? This full seven days have to pass. So the, so the um, and Asia's ach, it's her mer- it's funny, in that case, yeah, I, I would have said, right? It's the, mar- you would have said it's marrying the brother that makes her forbidden to him, and then divorcing the brother or him dying that makes her, him permit, her permitted to him. And the answer is, that's not really correct, right? right? It's, it's, the, be, it's the fact that he dies and he has no children that activates the heter to the, to, the, to the, right? It's not the fact that he divorces her or the fact that he dies. That's not the activator in that scenario. That's the point. So what, and so in that sense, it's that which assert him, her does not matter here. Yes, it's true. His death is one element of, of what, what makes her now mutter to the brother. But it's not really, that's not really it. It's the process of it, it, But it's not enough. Right. It really needs the fact that, and he had no children, right? right? So it, the point is in both cases, it's not the thing that makes her forbidden that activate the Isser is not the thing that in the reverse activates her becoming permitted to him. Um, so uh, I'm just gonna shut this off. He's not here. Um, so fine. So let's keep going. Um, but anyways, that's the reason why Nida and Aishas Ach are not going to be the correct uh, formula here. Okay. Ella Amr Rav Yona, Vitema Rav Huna, Beredi Rav Yeshua, Amar Kra. Ki Kol Asher Yasemi Kol Atoevo Saila Vinichrasu Anafashos Haosos. Right? So the Pasuk says, is that the end of the, of the uh, whole story of Arayos, right? That what, that what happens? And the Torah says, anybody who does any of these abominable actions, they're going to get kares? Fine. Hukshu kol harayos kulan lenida. Manida beha'ara afko beha'ara. Right? Meaning after, um, yeah, look at Rashi. Hukshu kol harayos lenida. Sharei kan Hukshu kulan zulazu, venida ksuva beparshas arayos. 
Meaning Nida is included in one of them. Nida is one of the, right, the parts of the Rouse that we read on the Yom Kippur, right? Afternoon. So this is, it has the list. And we, we talked about this when we started the way beginning, right? All the different examples of Arayas, right? Forbidden relationships. Nida is one of those forbidden relationships. And then the Torah says at the conclusion of that entire conversation, anyone who does any of these things gets karis. So what do you see? The, Gemara, the Torah clearly is making a connection between all of the Arayas together. So the Gemara wants to make the, the drasha in a certain sense that, and you see that Nida is one of these Arayas, and Ha'ara is, is, is the way to violate Nida already. So if that's true, then all of the Arayos also can, are violated through the act of Ha'ara. It's not. It's not. Correct. Correct. It's not a Tzad anymore. It's not something that's the same about all of them. It's that the Gemara, that the Torah puts them all together. Exactly. It's just funny. It's an interesting Hekish because it's not like, usually Hekish is like, it says Nida and then the next Pasuk, Hekish is usually like, you have two Pasuk and like put together one right to the other. Next to the other. You say, oh, it's true by this, it's true by this. Here it's that Nida is in the parsha, and all the other things are in the parsha, and they're all the same. So, and we're choosing one element to make them all the all the same about, right? It's it's not as as airtight. It's not as as you know um, targeted in that sense. Um, but that but that's where the gemara wants to. Go. And, but and probably by the way, that's why the gemara chose this last because they wanted they would rather choose this shadashava approach where you know learn from one or two you know rather than saying well let's you know glob them all together in one big jumble. It doesn't work. So they're stuck. Exactly. Um, okay. Fine. Uh, but the Gemara is not done. Not Lamali. So, so if that's true. So it sounds like at this point, the Gemara has found its answer. We'll see. But it sounds like the Gemara at this point has found its answer. And that's going to be the proof that all Arayos, Ha'ara is going to, uh, you know, if you ask the question, which we asked all the way almost a half you know, a half ago, the answer is, this drasha, right? Uh, so so that, that is going to be my, my proof that just like Nida has Ara, all these Yisram have Ara. Fine. But the Gemara is not going to ask, but, but there's still some, some leftovers that are problematic for us, why they're, the things we tried to use as our drashas originally now are left with no purpose. So what are we going to do with those? So let's just see a couple of these and then we'll, we'll uh, stop. Right, we said before, right, that by Eishazach, it says, Nidahi. Right, so we say, oh, that's to teach me that Ha'ara also by, uh, by, by Eishazach, and now I don't need it. So what's the answer? So what do I need it for now? Why do you say Nida when it comes to Eishazach? And even more than that, if we're, con- if we're comparing all of them to Nida, you know, so of course it's Nidahi, that's obvious. Um, so why do you need a special pasuk by Eishazach to say Nidahi? So answers the Gemara, Lecha the Rav Huna, Dam Rav Huna, Remez the Yavama Mina Torah. Minayin. So, because Rav Huna said, how do I have a hint in the Torah to Yavama? So like, don't worry, the Gemara asked your kasha. Minayin, Haksiv Yavama Yavala, it's a Pasuk in the Torah. I mean, what's the, the Remez, the hint to Yivam? No, Ela Remez, Liyavama Shasura, Bechaye Baila Minayin. How do I know, okay, how do I know that the Yavama is forbidden to her brother while her husband is still alive. So, okay? so you're going to say, of course she is. That's how Yibam works. While her husband's still alive, she's forbidden that there's no such thing as Yibam. Okay? So, but how do I know right, that, that, that uh, the Yibam is forbidden to her brother, brother-in-law, basically, while her husband is alive? Meaning even after he divorces her, let's say. Right? 
Um, look at Rashi. Rashi says, right? if, if her brother, if her husband would divorce her, how do you know she's still forbidden to her, to her, to her brother? So answers the Gemara, hi svarahi, that, that's a svara. Uh, that's, ra- that's I just know from rationale. Mida Amar Rachmana. The pasuk says, "La Achar Misas Baila Sharia Lachad Bechayi Baila Sura." Right? What do you mean? The fact that the whole case of of Yibam only happens while she is once he dies. If he dies, they had no children. What's the implication? As long as he's alive, right, there is no. Uh, then she's forbidden to him. Right? Okay. But, so no, so, no, no, no. What is what we mean? V'dilma La Achar Misas Baila Mitzvah Bechayi Baila Rishus. Maybe we think. Right, that after he dies, that's when the mitzvah of Yibam takes place. But while he's maybe while if after her husband divorces her, right, but he's still alive, maybe her, her brother-in-law is allowed to marry her. Maybe I would think such a thing. Okay, baila in baila lo. And maybe I think, um, and, and maybe I think that after the, the husband dies, fine. But when he's alive, no. say I say, and I would think that. We're running out of time here. So you know what we're going to do? It's a whole other conversation. Which we're going to explain next time. So we'll stop here and we will pick up this conversation next time.